I'm never letting this fucking paper get up again ever! <laughs> Don't follow me! Welcome to Cheap Popcast episode number 20. I am your host, entrant number one, Dave Rudden, and I have two uh, somewhat regular guests with me to my left. I'm entrant number two, Henry Axe uh, <laughs> Gilbert. And across from me. Uh, entrant number three, Brett the <laughs> Smudge. Anti- uh, well, I almost said Chris's <laughs> bit. Uh, Brelson, I... The, but the Brelston. Uh sitting at, in our at WWE at the Brelston. Alright, there we go. <laughs> the real Brelston. There it is. Alright. And uh, this is a real get for our show. In the fourth chair, none other than the living legend. <laughs> Surprise slash joke entrant. Charlie, what did you think of the Royal Rumble? Well, I'm actually the biggest wrestling fan at this table. I just don't like to talk about it much. <laughs> <laughs> You're watching it in secret all the time, just uh-huh. never telling us about it and Yes. It's too gauche to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I liked the little guy. The little unicorn goat guy with the tail. I think he may have actually eliminated somebody. So I think he eliminated Fandango. 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 Uh, mm, Goldfinger. I liked Goldfinger. God damn it. <laughs> and well, that's cool. I what liked... Uh, what about the weird... Uh, the Wyatt? The rock guy. The rock with the tattoos on. That's uh, Roman Reigns. Rock no. 2.0. The uh, Batista. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, but Bautista. Yeah, Bautista. Uh, that's going to be his name from now on. Well, uh, Charlie, I noticed that you're leaning a little bit far back on your chair. You may be falling out of this podcast. You're right. Oh, oh no. no. Uh, Charlie, you can't touch the floor. We should have oh, mentioned no. this. Oh, no. Tra- this is illegal. It's hot lava. Hot lava. That's Didn't illegal. you watch Community? Charlie has oh. been eliminated from this podcast, and the countdown starts for the next entrant. Oh, oh my oh. <laughs> What is happening? Jesus <laughs> and our next entrant into the Cheap Popcast episode number 20 is Anne Lewis! <laughs> and you've, uh, in secret, been watching a few of these with us. Have I? I think, yeah. You've watched Sadly, a few Botchamanias with us. You have to admit this. I think Osmosis um, you've watched. Yeah. Uh, this is the first time I've ever sat through one of these things from start to finish. Yes. Mm-hmm. I had no fucking idea what was going on. <laughs> I liked the half-blonde... The half Seth Rollins. That, yeah, I like uh, him. He's he really, really wet, hair. though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really he, moist. He was soaked at the beginning of the match. Apparently, yeah. the, the tell for bad guys now is to be greasy. or, or Yeah, that's yeah. what Grimm said, and I was incredibly confused as to uh, <laughs> Batista was dry what was going on. Because after a certain point, they were all just really wet, and then I just had no idea who, <laughs> who was who, who's a good guy, who should I be rooting for. So I just voted for the half-blonde. Yeah. All right. I liked his hair. For future Fancy. reference, it's uh, the drier wrestlers are the good guys. Yeah, well. <laughs> Do you see how dry John Cena is? I've always been it's like true. a Decepticon yeah. person, so the good guys are lame, mm. I guess. It's true. They always turn into cars. I mean, yeah. John <laughs> Cena is basically just a motorcycle. Well, who are you rooting for in the, in the Rumble? <laughs> the, the 
the half the, the half was him. Yeah. Yeah. She, she clarified this. Yeah, right. number two came in right at the beginning, stayed till the very he end. He did last a long time. <laughs> triple long elimination time. with yeah. Uh, oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, he was part of a triple. He was part of a triple elimination. Mm-hmm. Well, like he uh, got stabbed in the back. So. I think Henry's about to fall out. No, wait, oh, he reversed oh, it yeah. and uh, and has uh, been eliminated from the cheap oh, podcast no. episode number twenty. And here comes the countdown for the next entrant. Oh, oh, my, oh, <laughs> Jesus! Bort. It's Tyler Wilde! Oh! Wild man, now, Tyler Wilde. Tyler may be right. the biggest wrestling fan Absolutely. in the building. Yes. In the building. Absolutely. He has requested to be on every cheap pop. I don't have episode. a sarcastic thing to say about what <laughs> no. I just saw there. I did like your joke about I uh, wish you could do a Royal Rumble with the Stanley Cup. Like the, uh, <laughs> the idea of like 30 <laughs> hockey teams rolling in. And just everybody. New York Islanders have surprisingly won the championship. <laughs> They're just all, for two minutes. all brawling on the ice. Just colliding with each other nonstop. Yeah. Were there I any like big idea. name Canadian wrestlers in this time? I don't think there were. Uh, the ghost of Chris Benoit always Gee, haunts us all. Yeah. So there's that. Is Jericho? He, I feel like just Jericho, Jericho wasn't in it. Yeah. Well, he's he, he's he Canadian. Is Canadian though, right? okay. yes. From Calgary. Is she fu- Canadian? Uh, you know, might be. I think yeah. that's all the same. Calgary. You know, uh, Empire. Calgary. You look down on Calgary. No, I'm, I'm not saying I look down on Calgary. <laughs> saying I do, I'm not for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not for it. Yeah, that was a that was a spectacle. Disappointing at the end, based on the noises you guys made. <laughs> yes, um, I believe one of us may have said, "Jesus." Uh, yeah, that was Mike <laughs> Grimm. I heard him, uh, uh, and various degrees of that. It was mm-hmm. it was a disappointing conclusion. But besides that, I think the Royal Rumble itself very entertaining from beginning to end. I still had a great time. Yes. I aside from that very poor showing, and I'm sure we'll talk about it as we move on. Just leaves a bad taste. Yeah, I liked uh, I liked uh, the Flippy Man, uh, Rey Mysterio. He's Mm -hmm. doing all kinds of flippy stuff. He does do that a lot, which is cool and is actually interesting to watch. Yeah. As opposed Mm -hmm. to say the earlier matches where it's like. Big Show just getting uh, no, hit. That, that was bad. Repeatedly. Like, it actually, I wanted to call the 911. <laughs> well, but El Torito did more flips, and he's half El Torito the size was of great. Mysterio. <laughs> El Torito was great, although it is funny watching the other guys sell it by jumping, yeah. like, <laughs> 20 feet when, like, the, his tiny little legs, like... Mm-hmm. Slightly, uh, I like uh, that CM Punk was just like I'm brush not against their neck. <laughs> you're you're too small. You, you can't I like CM Punk too. And you would think a dwarf would know the counter to your head being held and you're too far. Right, he would have punch. had to figure that out. I'm sure he's never point. had to deal yeah. with that in his life. No, no one's ever <laughs> pulled that move. Yeah, I thought CM Punk was going to get thrown out there because he was, as Henry mentioned, don't look all cocky because yeah. that's when it comes and bites mm-hmm. you. Too cocky, ass. but it was going to get was Fandango yeah. that got the yeah. that got the cocky elimination. Well, Tyler, you did the cocky move of handing your jacket off to uh, the ringside assistant, and you've been eliminated. Oh no! Uh, Damn it! I'll be back next year. Yes. <laughs> And the countdown begins to our next entrance. A special paid episode. Oh, oh my, oh, Jesus! What a, what a menagerie of noise. Oh, it's former guest Sean Norton. Back Welcome. again. Uh, you haven't seen me since Mania. What's up? Yes. He's the bati- no, the Seamus of this. Yes. Yeah. You blew your quads. Yeah. How are your quads, first of all? Better. They're, they're good. That, that's <laughs> good better. to hear. Yeah. Um, you're beating your chest, and and I'm glad to see that. Yeah, you can't hear it, but it's like super oh, hard. My God, when he did and that, wrong. and they were chanting no, no, yep. no, yep. no, with every beat, uh, 
Poor uh, guy. Seamus, like, he deserved it. He didn't deserve that. Yeah. He deserved, he deserved a fine. strong I mean, ovation for his return. Yeah. Same with Rey Mysterio. He didn't yeah. deserve to get shit on. Or Batista. Like, it just sucks that Batista got to be, like, the lightning rod for for the clear WWE favorite that the universe does not want. Yeah, because it's like if it had been Brian ran out and it was, even if it was, even if Batista still won, it's like, Mm. okay, fine, whatever. But the fact that he wasn't even in it. Um, Which again, what is the, what is the uh, statistics on someone who had a match that night and then came into the Rumble anyway? They do it from time to time. It's happened. It's like, I would say like 50% of the time that like someone has a, a big match, they'll appear later on. So like 1994, Bret Hart, I think he fought. Never heard of him. Yeah, uh, he was Irish. I think. Okay, he's the Canadian. <laughs> That's the Irish he's guy. the Canadian that didn't kill his family. Okay, uh, or died in a ring. So. Yeah, <laughs> they really don't have good luck. Um, it's just luck of the Irish man. It's yeah. just amazing that you guys you have this guy getting these pops, uh, probably the biggest since what Summer Punk, and then yeah. in general yeah. like probably Austin level big, considering like relative to the current product, mm-hmm. right? And they just don't care. Like they just don't care. Well, and, I mean that first match I think is probably. The match of the night. Oh, it's yeah. almost undeniable. It was great. Like, yeah. And, yeah. And I wasn't even annoyed that, that Bray won. Like, yeah. it was... I honestly thought it was a setup. Like, I thought yeah. it was a setup for Brian to come in at 30 and just clean house. And the fact that they didn't course correct is just, it's just mind numbing. Did they just, yeah, it just seemed like they were so set in their ways. Like, hey, like two months ago, they had the Rumble planned out. They're like, nope, this is how it goes. Batista comes back. Everybody loves Batista. They'll be so excited. Yeah. yeah about that. They won't. Yeah, they don't need Daniel Bryan. Maybe <laughs> is, they didn't even have Daniel Bryan in it because they're like, no, the way we have it planned, he's still a Wyatt, and they undid the Wyatt thing too early. But like, yeah. I just can't. I honestly, and maybe I'm wrong. I can't remember a time when the crowd turned on a Rumble or any major yeah. like and like that. Rumbles like, are so fun. Like, it's just amazing. Yeah. Like, from the time yeah. Mysterio came out until Batista won, it, it felt like thirty could have been something where they could have called an audible at the last second. Where Absolutely. It's like, yeah. Sorry, Ray. Nobody really cares about you. Like sure. we, they yeah. know you're not going to win this. And let's I mean, put, let's send out Daniel Bryan and. Whatever he'll be eliminated. Sure, yeah, but exactly. He'll still, like, exactly. have some kind of reaction. And it was the whole night. I mean, the Cena Orton match. Half of that was Brian Chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not like even if they had waited to the very last minute, like yeah. the signs were all there. It is, it is baffling. Like not even in a hyperbolic internet mentality of like, why don't they listen to the fans? It's like after months of yeah. like well, seemingly they, willful they ignorance. Worked so hard to bury him and to have people not cheer for yeah, him. It's and super bizarre. The fact that they it's still just, keep doing it, like. I don't get, get it. The message. Is there something behind the scenes like he's a huge dick and everyone no, like, he's, like he's apparently all reports say he's really nice. Yeah, yeah. he's like a genuinely okay person who just goes with the flow and everything right. like that. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's really sad that this keeps happening and that like it's my number. It, it reminds me too of how uh, at the Slammy Awards this year in, in Washington, where the audience was going crazy for him and the 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 awesome finale to that Raw. Partially, it was because. Triple H was like, this is a speech about how important the, this championship match is between Orton and, and Cena. And the whole audience was just shitting on it like Daniel, Brian. And then, but then Triple H had this stupid reaction of like, how many of your family, a lot of your family came to the show tonight? Like, you know, uh, this isn't a home. thousand families. Yeah, it's so bullshit that he's like, oh, it's it, like, you know, that was Triple H. That was his real cover for him thinking. 
eh, this is a hometown reaction. It wouldn't be like this everywhere else. Yeah. But it keeps everybody <laughs> want everybody's yeah. cheering for yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, and then it happened at what the basketball game or whatever that was, and then yeah, they so called that... the audible on the Wyatt storyline, mm-hmm. which it's... is like so WWE. Something happened at a basketball game. Let's change our complete direction <laughs> yeah. because something like, got in the news for two minutes. That's more important like... than what our fans Wait, feel. I didn't, I didn't hear this. What happened? But that is well, yeah. But it's just they just keep getting in their own way. At, a, at a Michigan short... State basketball game, mm-hmm. they. Uh, it like think during the halftime, one of their students was like, "Hey, we're let's celebrate our football team won something, and let's do this chant." I saw the Dan, this my favorite wrestler Daniel Bryan does. Yes, right. Yes, and the whole yeah. stadium wow. did got, like the basketball stadium. Did. It was on ESPN, on ESPN and stuff for one day. So the WWE was like, "Well, we have to capitalize on sure. that and completely change our direction." Yeah. Well, it's just Which another sign, though. Like, yeah, it just, it, that, it's that, just that keeps happening. Well, wait. If, there's such like mainstream press fiends. Like, wouldn't they then be like, okay, screw it? Like, he's in. Yeah. Well, that's why it's so shocking that they uh, didn't. Right. Well, they spent all that money on Batista, so <laughs> yeah. it just seemed to me they were like, nah, Batista. We yeah. we spent all this for him to headline WrestleMania, and also I think they still, despite what all the audience is yelling for, they still don't think he can be the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah. They just dismiss that. But they still, I think, in giving Daniel Bryan like the. Longest match by far of the night. Right. It's still something. And yeah, but they're hopefully still, it leads to more. They are, it does seem like they're keeping him as the B-plus player that Triple H called him mm. in one of those fake... <laughs> in one of Triple H's bullshit... I'm mad at Triple H right now. But <laughs> Triple H does this stuff that is... He's been doing it since he was like champ in the early 2000s where he cuts a promo that is actually what he really feels. But instead of him going like... You know, you can't beat me. I'm the best, or or anything like this. He just goes like, you know what? You wouldn't be a star if you were. If we made you a star back when in the Monday Night Wars, we'd all be working for Ted Turner, <laughs> just a B plus player. It reminded me of the bullshit he did with with Booker T back in two at the WrestleMania 19. He actually like said the phrase like. People like you don't become <laughs> champion, and he he meant ex cons, not African Americans. At least that's what he said. But and then and then he and then he beat Booker T handily. Yeah, yeah, it was just so stupid. Yeah. Well, Sean, I mean, you've really been an Iron Man of this uh, <laughs> podcast. But I can't you- foresee you being eliminated at all. But. What? Why are you stepping on that banana peel? What? No. Oh, uh, you have. Oh, fall- I need the Kingston my way. No. <laughs> oh, you've done a headstand. Wait, and now you're back flipping. And uh, feet of athleticism. This is now you've uh, done a. Life. You've leaped up to the Raptors. The Raptors. Well, uh, the Raptors, and there are Raptors up there. Whoa. And you've beaten down every Raptor. <laughs> oh, but you fell to your feet. I'm oh. sorry, Sean. You've been eliminated. I'll be back. <laughs> And uh, next year. the countdown begins again. Oh! Oh my That's not good. Jesus! It's a run in, run faster. Slide in, slide in under the ropes. <laughs> All right, what? Mm. Chris, Chris took his time into the What ring. did you think of the Royal Rumble? I thought it was a blast. And Chris has fallen out of the ring <laughs> oh my immediately. God. Um, why did you walk in here with both your feet on the floor? That's so amateur hour. Jesus! Entrant number 30, who could it be? Mr. Grimm. Woo! 
a million peso man, Mr. Grin. Actually, yeah, he's the shaven stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, true. You no, know, I forgot Del Rio was even in the fucking. Yeah. Thing. Okay, like, here's what I can't remember. I broke kicked. When did Biggie get eliminated? Uh, huh. I did he, not see that happen. He was. Oh, the, I think it he was, was eliminated Batista. by Sheamus. Uh, oh yeah, Sheamus. Uh, I think he broke kicked him out of the ring. Yes. Oh, all right. Should we start from the top of yes, the card? Yes. Let's do a, a quick run through of the card. The Royal Rumble kickoff was a tag team championship match that the New Age Outlaws won, which I think was supposed to set the table for a breakup, but it was half-assed. It was like they weren't angry at each other during the match, and I don't know if they actually, either of them eliminated each other during... Oh, no, wait. Yeah, Cody Rhodes was eliminated by, by Goldust. Goldust yeah. Accidentally. Yeah, yes. that, well, that was weird, too, that they that Rumble had to have two breakups. It had to facilitate the Shield That's and the Rhodes yeah. breakups. So... It was sad that too that the um, the worst hmm. of uh, of our internet troubles were during that match, and so like <laughs> we saw Cody go in for the crossroads, stop, and then we came back in. Billy Gunn pinned him. The end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was it is so weird that they won because it does seem like yeah. they'll just what win to give it to the Usos or yeah, somebody. They could lose to the Usos as soon as next I, tomorrow night. Well, I think they're going to hold on to it until WrestleMania because the thing is like the Usos have been around for 3 years and they haven't won the titles. Wow. So like they could build up like when are the Usos finally going to win the titles? WrestleMania, that would be mm. cool. What about uh Ryback and the Miz? Duh. Well, no, it's Ryback and Axel. Yeah, oh, Ryback. Right, Ryback. Ryback. So Grim as Grim it's like dust. an awful like heart condition medicine. <laughs> Grim dust. Grim dust. Ask your doctor. Grim dust. Yeah, Ryback. please play a uh, gold dust theme song when I come. <laughs> as the foremost gold dust fan. Yeah. Do you like where this is going? Do you do you want to see yes. Cody and Goldust fight a WrestleMania? I, I really like them. I think they're great as a tag team. But I've watched most of their matches over the last couple months, and they are very similar. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the same moves. It's the same pattern where it's wait for the hot tag. Hot tag yeah. comes in, crossroads, yeah. top mm-hmm. rope, close it out. Like Go- Cody Rhodes will fill himself up. It's like it's getting too <laughs> similar at this point. Right? They, yeah, they've yeah. got they've kind of become the same person. But they, mm-hmm. they had a nice little, like, what, three, four-month yeah. run as champs? And like, I mean, I really, I know they won't, but I just, you cannot have Goldust be Goldust when he's attached to Cody Rhodes like that. Because Cody Rhodes mm-hmm. is a clean-cut good guy yeah. who's a good wrestler. And if you give Goldust a little leeway, I think that you can weird him out just a little bit more. Can he creep out his own brother? That's like... <laughs> oh, yeah, well, be... in the PG era, he can't get as homoerotic as he used to. Right. Either. But I mean, even something like, you know, uh, Wyatt-ish. Like just being weird, you know what? But I, re- I guess he's got like he's a face now, so he's even sort of prevented from doing that. I guess. You know? By the way, I recently watched some old promos from like '96 or '97. Well, actually, one of them was from uh, one. Of, must have been one of Goldust's first interviews. It was on Raw, and McMahon calls him to the ring, and McMahon has this bad problem of just like completely stating the subtext of what you're supposed to feel about him. <laughs> so he, he just, when Goldust comes to the ring, he says like. He's a weird So, man. you know, you really push the homophobic buttons of a lot of people. What do you have to say to that? And it was, he was... It and was, he sucked his dick in the middle well, of the Well, yeah, it was funny because he, he, he was giving all these things of like, here is the subtext of your character, and then Goldust refused to recognize it, and he just said something like, I just want to show the world what I've got. <laughs> Perfect. What then, a Goldust yeah, answer. And there was a similar clip where... Stone Cold was in the ring with McMahon, and McMahon was going like, "Look, you know, you just you got to learn to respect authority. You've got to learn to to find your place in line." And Stone Cold was just like, "What?" Like he well, he didn't say what. This was 
McMahon didn't trust the audience at all. He's like, let me state exactly what this situation is. I'm the boss and you're my employees. You should do what I tell you to. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> so that was a free show. Yes, yeah, the old age outlaws. Though it was still fun to hear them do the, do the do hear Road Dog say and shtick. And I'm yeah. sure they'll do it yeah. every single time they come out mm-hmm. for the next three weeks. And it that's is. like a weird thing because they're supposed to be the bad guys, but they have a thing that everybody wants to say. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird because, like, like here, seeing it on TV, like, the first time we heard it, like, a month ago, it was yeah. like, oh, that's cute. I, I remember that. And then it's like, the first time they did it tonight, it was like, yeah, I heard this already. And then this, <laughs> they did it twice in one night. Yeah. And it's yes. like, yeah, I know. <laughs> but then I, I can also be like, I can also get, like, if they're going town to town every week, mm. I would feel really bad if I was in a town. And they didn't do and it. And they didn't do yeah. it. And yeah. I didn't get to yell with <laughs> them. So it's like, well, you're just going to have to. Every, the rest of the country has to yeah. put up with it. Same with like you always wanted to hear Rock say, finally, the Rock has returned to your town. Your town. <laughs> or something about pie. Yeah. <laughs> also acceptable. But yeah, I'm, worried, I'm just worried that um, Road Dog has never been a good wrestler, really. <laughs> And that's not gotten better with time, I'm sure. So I they, just wonder what yeah. he's going to do. Like, it's going to be mostly Billy Gunn for even They are the lifting. antithesis of Goldust, where Goldust came back and it's like, wow, you are better than you were yeah, 15 years ago. These guys are demonstrably worse than they were. Like, not, I mean, they were. There are much worse off guys from their generation. They were no, not sure. super great in no. the late 90s, and they're really not super great now. So no, they were. A little bit worse. Yeah, they were great at. Getting a pop when they came out, Man. but yeah. but yeah, also the, that that uh, you know, <laughs> Brad Armstrong now the Road Dog, yeah. that he had. Oh no, Brad's his brother. But anyway, he's one of the Armstrongs. But when he he does just look like a dad without the uh, Dread- uh, dreadlocks. Without dreadlocks, dreadlocks. Yeah, it just. Ugh. I also remember when they were Voodoo Kin Mafia in <laughs> TNA. Wow. Uh, yep. As part of, uh, yeah, as you'll see, is a thing that always happens with TNA. They hire some WWE cast-offs. Who, when they're there, they're just like, yeah, man, fuck WWE. TNA's <laughs> the future. And then, cut to four years later, yeah. cash in Vince McMahon's checks again. Yeah. But they were the most... Uh, in, uh, they the were most adamant. witch doctor, Billy Gunn. <laughs> well, they couldn't, yeah, they couldn't be themselves. And so they called themselves the Voodoo Kin Mafia, VKM, Vincent K. McMahon. And the Swamp Dog. Is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to, to learn about our gimmick, go to wikipedia.org. <laughs> and then click on VKM. Yeah, it's surprising that uh, such inside yeah, that's uh, way too, stuff that's way didn't, too hard didn't for, get over. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of over, the next match was Bray Wyatt versus Daniel Bryan. And this was really good. That was a really good match. Great match. Like, I'm going to go ahead and give that my Mike Grimm official I enjoyed it the most out of these matches tonight award. Uh, let me get the sound <laughs> Out of five matches. Out of five matches. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. It's not a Jesus. <laughs> The only match that I really remember from Bray Wyatt was the one that we saw at SummerSlam. Yeah. And it was it okay. was probably the worst way to debut a wrestler because mm. it was, hey, fight this guy in a ring that's surrounded by fire, so you can't do anything crazy. You can't do, do anything like, off the ropes. Yeah, can't do anything off the ropes, can't go outside of the ring, can't even be within like two feet of the ropes because yeah. then right. And him fighting happen. against Kane is not great either because it minimizes his like big bulk factor where he yeah. like hits people mm-hmm. real hard. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, and that's then, and then it. The point of a Ring of Fire match is to prevent outside interference, <laughs> and of course, then the Wyatt, the other Wyatts, got out of fire extinguisher, yeah. and came in. And God, so, who writes this garbage? Yeah, I know it's Fire it's, Russo. Am I right? <laughs> and so, yeah, they beat. So they beat Kane, and Kane disappeared for a while, and then came back with a little yeah. explanation about it. But 
I I thought this match was really good, especially when they got rid of his underlings. I was like, oh, this yeah. is going to be a straight yeah. match here. It's amazing that back at SummerSlam, fire couldn't keep them away. But at this pay-per-view, a referee says, go back. And they say, well, I mean, well, that's a reasonable request. It's a, re- it's a referee. Bray did talk to them, and he probably said, like, hey, I don't, you all get disqualified if you guys want to lose. And I want to beat Daniel Bryan in a straight match. I so. think that was also another theme of the night was the least consistent, most stupid refereeing I think I've ever seen yeah. in a single night of wrestling. Uh, where it's just WCW had worse. <laughs> okay, okay. That match ended really cool. I think the, the great Abigail end. into yeah. the barrier. Oh, yeah, yeah, into the wall. That oh, was great. That was rad. But uh, the inconsistent officiating, consist- <laughs> they went on to the next match, which was Brock Lesnar versus Big Show. God, who cares? Which was, this wasn't even a match, really. Yeah, that was my very narrow pee break. <laughs> I like I, I knew I had a very limited time and Before whatever show gets started. Yes. And I guess it it, it did yeah. start. So we knew it was going to be a short match just to have Brock be dominant and yeah. be like, "See, and, he's a badass cuz his last match was all the way back at yeah. SummerSlam, so people might have forgot him, but and also like while he did win that match, he yeah. needed a lot of help from Paul Heyman. Yeah. This was him. And it was hard to get into because like, at first you're like, he just keeps hitting him with chairs and <laughs> yeah. the bell hasn't rung. And you're like, okay, the bell hasn't rung and he's getting a bunch of cheap hits in. And then you're like, god damn it, this is going on so mm-hmm. long. Yeah. And then you see Heyman throw him another chair and it's like, okay, that's actually kind of funny. <laughs> it was funny that he could, you, he never lost a chair. Like he always yeah, had he a always chair. He always had mo- always just infinite <laughs> supply of chairs. And it's like, okay, that's amusing. And then the match actually starts and it's a very big, boring, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> and then it's over pretty quick after one cool feat of strength mm-hmm. from Lesnar doing mm-hmm. his, whatever his... And, and a pretty meaty-looking WMD, I'll say. That was a, oh, that yeah. was a fairly solid-looking yeah. punch. But again... It's just a punch. He beats him with all, in the chair a lot. The ref, who should have just grabbed the chair and, and started, started the, the fucking match. match. Yeah. And even, like, Brock was telling him what to do and going, like, start the match. Start the match. And then when the ref does finally start the match, then Brock goes in for another chair shot. I was like, you're going to get disqualified. Right. What the fuck? But then Big Show punches him through it, and he falls back outside. Big Show goes outside to continue the fight. Brock starts to get the upper hand outside. Mm-hmm. They go back inside the ring. I think there was a brief exchange. I forget about oh, yeah. it. Up for the F5. Boom. Pin. Man. Over. Chair shots for and another then, 15 And minutes then of 10 minutes of chairs. 10 yeah. minutes of chair shots. And Brock Lesnar has another $250,000 in his bank account. Yeah. <laughs> for, for nothing. For and, an enhancement match. he's got to yeah. eat an entire boar now yeah. to replace the calories. <laughs> the next match was Brock Lesnar eating did. that boar. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the boar lost. It was a squash match. <laughs> Paul also Heyman had some squash. Beat the boar to death with chairs. There were some great Tender. Paul Heyman faces, though. Yep. Yeah, yeah there were. There were. <laughs> Oh boy! So next was Randy Orton versus John Cena, God damn which it. was a match. Look, this happened. wasn't no, this wasn't a bad match. It, it was picked not up bad. during the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Towards These the two end, don't have bad matches. Like I don't know. There are, the first two thirds of that were bad. There was nothing of interest at all, yeah, and the moves yeah, weren't yeah. anything special. And it was rest holds and just. Yep. Nothing. The crowd was totally dead. Nobody gave a mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. And then at the end, they started doing reversal finishers. When they finally got finishers. into the near falls in the closing right. sequence. Right. And it like... was. And I feel that that's how those matches always go. Is that the buildup is trash, and then they try and nail the ending so that you don't forget that it even happened. Well, yeah, Brian and Bray had a good build. I think. Yeah, there wasn't any like. Yeah, let me good. lay down while this guy thinks. No, that the next th- thing and that's do. the problem is putting people like Cena and Orton is like. I I struggle to understand why they keep getting the push they do from you know authority or management or whatever when it's clear like when you when you see a match of tag team match like the uh, Goldust and yeah. Cody 
uh, Daniel Bryan yeah. and the Wyatts, and it's like these are people like working constantly, no resting, no yeah. like just pausing for long stretches, and then like okay, we'll pick it up in the last forty five seconds. It's like no, these guys just like rest constantly. So why why do they get this like? Like star treatment, like where does it come from? It's just yeah. so I think, bizarre. Like, generally, the idea is what you can just skate on being like the biggest person in the WWE for yeah. a little while. I mean, Cena sells like T-shirts out, but that's what ass. I don't get is I have not seen him do one remarkable <laughs> thing in a year of watching this stuff. The kids just uh, like him. People yeah. love buying his merch and wearing his stuff. Like it's it's crazy that yeah, I just it, don't it, get it. it. It's not like I hate him. I just don't get why he's you, like the guy. Yeah, you don't see him do anything that you go like, oh, he's just the guy. I think maybe it's just like it's. Yeah. It is accepted fact, so it proves itself of just like, right. well, Cena is the guy, so he's the guy. Yep. Right? Yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> he's just that established. But he's and been the guy for like seven years? I would say he was crowned in 2005, right? Yeah. It was, 21 was when he won the title. Mm-hmm. Jesus. And yeah, that was actually, now Batista is a two-time Rumble winner. They were the last two in that Rumble that year, the 2005 yes. Rumble. Accidentally eliminated both of themselves. You guys have seen the clip where Vince then comes out that they, they fucked up the finish of the rumble and he fucks up his quads. And then he just yep. blows out both quads <laughs> and on a slide into the ring yeah, and has yeah. to sit in the corner. Sits so in the corner, great. calling the match to them right to their faces. Like, really? Fuck, you can't finish this match. This I'm gonna fuck. Well, I've yeah. never seen this before. Yeah, like, really? It was on a Botchamania not too long ago. Great. It's really oh good. my god, I gotta see this. Well, anyway, so. <laughs> Yeah, those so Cena's just yes. been that good for this long. But Grantland had the best point about Cena recently that I saw is that Cena his best argument to real fans is like, I wrestle the guys you who are your favorites and I legitimize them by wrestling them. So yeah, like he lets he, he You could say he's co opting on the success yeah. of Brian. But he was beat by Brian, Brian he was beat by Punk, he was beat by Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler. Yeah. Like he'll he'll if he senses somebody's on the up and up He'll let them beat them and then get a chance at the main event. Yeah, and he could be a prick. Like, you could say, oh, that's management yeah. telling him who to lose to, but he could be a prick if he wanted to. Yeah. He, he doesn't have to sell for those guys. So John Cena letting a real hot rookie, Randy Orton, yeah. uh, win tonight. Steal one. Uh, well, that's why it just it feels like seven years ago again. I am genuinely interested in the fact that the, they had the whole uh, white family. And yes. Yeah, though... One year ago, in the world title match at Royal Rumble, there was also a cutout to Black, and then the guy got beat up, though Rock didn't lose the match. Yeah, well, he but, did, and then they restarted it, yeah. remember? Uh. But I, I, like, if that's something different for John Cena to do. If, he, if he's not uh. in the main event fighting someone big, if he can, like, fight a WrestleMania against Bray Wyatt, and that's like a... An interest that's an interesting yeah. combination. See, that's what worries me though, is that I don't think that he's gonna do anything to the Wyatts other than like water them down. What if he gets them all wearing jorts? Ugh, God, <laughs> it's like the infection spreads reverse. They all like <laughs> chop their beards you... off and start wearing you can't see me armbands. <laughs> if I win you all have to wear jorts. <laughs> I also liked that ending because it seems to mean that the the Brian Wyatt feud is yes. concluded. Which is good. And so whatever's gonna happen next with Daniel, which Nintendo, uh, WWE, Nintendo really <laughs> needs to start. So I was start thinking about another company I've had to which Vince, sternly talk about recently. Which Vince Sakurai. Who yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if Iwata would just learn that people want Daniel Bryan. They, anyway, now, so Daniel, if Daniel Bryan's feud with Whites is over, unless they're going to do something really lame like I've seen in White team up, like then Bryan needs to be feuding with somebody else like yeah. the rumor is that he's going to wrestle Sheamus at WrestleMania 30 which yeah. is 
if they let him avenge his 18 second loss to Sheamus, if he beat Sheamus in 15 seconds, but that will people not happen. WrestleMania. People would hate to see Brian go over that quickly because it would mean that like a match doesn't happen. Yeah, Brian should just have an awesome match with Sheamus, but he should win. Yeah. That's something I saw this uh, someone on Twitter. I wish I had kept it, but one of our Twitter followers, mm-hmm. uh, I think, sent to both me and you this yeah. interview with Daniel Bryan on a radio station, and he talked yes. about how like they don't protect him. Like he says, you know, when Steve Austin got big, started getting big, they protected him. He didn't lose all the time to people. It was very selective about when he lost or when Hulk Hogan, when Hulkamania started. Hulk basically didn't lose for four years. But meanwhile, he keeps having to do these jobs. Like when the audience is still liking him, he his best point was that like he was on WrestleMania and then he lost to Biggie Langston the next night, like last year. And mm. this this just keeps happening, and it's kind of bullshit. I mean, you've got Miz, you got Ziggler, you've got Damian yeah. Sandow, you got dozens of people that you can throw in the jobber <laughs> tank, you know? Yeah, let, <laughs> let them get killed by Biggie Langston. That was a ninja ninja emperor who sent us. Ah, that he's tweet. good. Yeah, yes. he's one of the bigger wrestling fans that yes. follows me. Uh, so let's uh, quickly chat about the Royal Rumble match itself. Maybe if you could, guys could each pick like one moment that that an hour of like insane like entries and yeah. eliminations. But well, I liked. Uh, I'll just talk about then CM Punk. I think he had a great showing because like he was number one. Yeah. He lasted till the final four. And, and then that, was eliminated in the lamest fashion. The imaginable. lamest fashion, I would say, illegally. A yes. guy who is not a legal man cannot eliminate you. Like, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make sense. It really shouldn't count. I'm sure so they'll they, play it out over the next few weeks. Yeah, why doesn't yeah. everybody who has a posse just have them stand beside the ring <laughs> yeah. and pull yeah. out their, their guys? Like, it doesn't make any sense. That actually came up when we were watching the uh, 30 Quickest Elimination uh-huh. YouTube video. We were, I, well, I was pining for the day. Back in the 90s, if you were going to attack somebody going into the World Rumble match, you would do it outside of the ring. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't go and eliminate the person yourself. You just beat them up, and then they would like go into the ring and get thrown right out because they were so beat up. But mm-hmm. nowadays, it's, oh yeah, that guy just went right back in the ring and eliminated that guy. So I, Where's yeah, the justice? Where's I like the justice? That, <laughs> I like that CM Punk did so well for so long. but And it was also like, that was their other mistake, other than not having Brian in it, was that the people still... The people who root for Brian mostly are the ones who root for Punk as yeah. well. Or they'll at least go like, well, at least Punk's doing well. But once he got out of it, they're like, I have no one to root for anymore. And they, yeah, they like kept it on for like another four or five minutes after that. Yeah. They could have just kept him and had him be the last person eliminated. Or the second to last person uh, and just had it. Like but a clearly they, they had their favorites. They're like Roman Reigns is almost the superstar we want him to be. So he's going to be number two. Yeah. Which basically like crowns him. Mm-hmm. As the era, as the next big guy, yeah. But they just spent probably millions of dollars to get Batista to come back. So, what was Batista doing in the meantime? Acting. He appeared in some terrible films and then uh, just filmed Guardians of the Galaxy. He which, had one MMA fight too. Ugh. Yeah. Against ugh. nobody. Yeah. If you watch it, it's like a fat, but a, like a big dude who's not lost not super ripped. But he basically he he actually beats up Batista quite a bit, but Batista mm-hmm. wins in the end. That's a problem when you go into a real life MMA fight. You, you're risking your rep. Like yeah. it's not unless you're Brock, who was yeah. young enough, like an old guy like Batista. Anyway, I've okay. So CM Punk. That's what I was talking about. Um, I guess I'm going to go with the NXT guy whose name I oh, don't yeah. remember. Alexander Rusev. Alexander Rusev. That guy seems pretty cool. I like that he's a big, ugly bruiser, uh, and he was doing some cool moves. He, uh, I yeah. haven't heard of him. I recommend going back and watching some of his NXT matches. Yeah, you probably won't. 
I can see it in your face right now. I have watched one NXT match. He <laughs> like his gimmick in NXT is really cool, and they've actually been downgrading it. But he uh-huh. used to be like this uh, Bulgarian like kickboxer guy. Uh-huh. So he would come out with like a kickboxer dress, sort of. Yeah. Like you know, uh, from um, Bloodsport. Yes. You remember that one sumo guy who had like he kind of had a dress, uh-huh. so like that. Uh, but he would also bring out a board. Uh-huh. That had the name of his opponent on it, uh-huh. so he would bring the board into the ring and he would crack it over his knee, which <laughs> nice. is just like, why has cool. no one done that before? It's <laughs> the awesomest thing. Nice. And he and he actually has a he has a valet in NXT called Lana who just speaks Bulgarian when yeah. she's introducing him, uh-huh. and she kind of like commands him, mm. like oh, she'll okay. snap his fingers and then he'll. She's attack. like the poison to his Hugo. Yes. Oh, is she very attractive? <laughs> I heard she was. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and she speaks yes. in Bulgarian. So, yes. Uh, it really works. Yeah, he was pretty cool. But as soon as he came in and like did a few moves, I was like, man, him and Langston could be pretty cool. Yeah, they seem kind of similar builds. And they, they made did they wrestle in NXT? Yeah, they've had a few matches. Oh, those two have. Yeah, they oh. haven't been great, but oh, well, he's had he's had other, like he fought Ziggler in a match in NXT, which oh. was really good. So if you're gonna look up one Rusev match, it's probably that one because it has everything that I think is awesome about Rusev. Yeah. I like Bri- Ziggler too. I wish he. Yeah. I'm glad he survived his concussion or whatever. Yeah. I was sure. Ziggler was getting eliminated like within five minutes. Of, but he had a good last time. Oh, also, the Kevin Nash was a nice surprise. God damn it, Henry! Oh, so, sorry. That was your hey, Brett. What was the fucking? The whole thing was fun. Uh, there was a lot of good things, but Kevin Nash was the only like surprise entrant where we all like yelled and were like, yeah. and, <laughs> I mean, that's that's why I like the Rumble so much. Is you don't know, and I kind of mm-hmm. wish there was more of that they just are, had. Are you saying? Oh, you didn't know? Didn't know. Your ass better uh, call somebody. I, I did call someone about this. <laughs> Comcast. Uh, oh, not them. <laughs> One thing that was weird is I feel like recent interviews that we've seen him on, whether it's Botchamania or whatever, like Kevin Nash seemed like he went gray a while ago. Oh, he yeah. dies and in. He, oh, yeah, and he, he was not gray. And it's just, yeah. When it's time for him to come back, he dies in. Yeah. I, I think if someone on in... Twitter was saying that he mentioned that he was dying his hair on Twitter, and they were <laughs> like, that's the gimme. He's in. That's <laughs> 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 true. I guess part of the problem was there weren't a lot of spots available for really crazies. I mean, yeah. Torito was funny, yeah. Um, but Kofi did a cool thing, and Kofi did a cool thing. But it was still hard to have like a lot of things because you're like, we know we got to get Batista in. You've got three members of the Shield. You got two Wyatts. You know yeah. you've got to have two Rhodes. Yeah. You know you got two Usos. You got to do all like, and you know you got to have Punk and you got to have. Like there was like by the time you're done, it's like there's like four spots left, and yeah. not, and it's gonna be Mysterio, Kali, and well, uh, uh, my favorite is uh, JBL with a uh, with yeah. a an Antista like showing in the Royal Rumble <laughs> in for mere seconds. And so fun. he took off his jacket. And I was like, well, this is as stupid as you could be, JBL. Like, <laughs> yeah. come on, let you're... me motion at you for ten seconds to take my jacket. Well, I have my back to the ring. If JBL was right. on the announce team when that happened to him, he would have said, look at this idiot. He's turning his back on everybody. Uh, I'd also give a, an honorable mention to Kofi Kingston because his two little spots were quite nice. I liked his jumping from the thing, and yeah. then when he hit uh, Cesaro. No, uh, Swagger. Yeah. He took off Swagger's boots. He took off Swagger's boots and that was clocked great, him yeah. with it. Yeah, and he puts in work, you know? Yeah. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. think he's great, but... Like you know. Shelton Benjamin was to the <laughs> Money in the Bank. And he beat uh, Orton uh, like a couple weeks ago. He did, yeah. That was yeah. pretty hilarious. <laughs> I watched that match. I wonder where WWE goes from here because... Yeah. 
the audience, like, I think Sean is right. I don't think I've ever seen yeah. the end of a Rumble booed so heartily. Batista, he fights Orton, but it's not going to be a main event. Undertake, WWE seems yeah. to think that this guy is number one and should be the main event. Like, it's so, yeah. And when they the, only the, have the, one title, it should be the main event. The biggest problem I have with Randy Orton is that he's a charisma vortex. Like, say what you will about Cena, but when he talks, it's fine. Mm. He can cut a promo and, like, do whatever. But Randy Orton is bad. Whenever I mm. see him talk or do anything, I'm just like... I don't care. I aggressively don't care. I don't think he's a bad wrestler or anything like that. But there's just something about you cannot have a guy that's that neutral like, yeah. and irritating in the top spot like that. It's like cancer for your entertainment industry. Well, I think they're setting him up as like a gross guy that you want to see get beaten and that they're saving that seemingly for Batista. For Batista to do yeah, it. Yeah, of all people uh, to undo this. Unless like, they're setting cares? up Lesnar-Batista, which is at least that's a fresh matchup. Like, yeah. I feel like Orton and Batista wrestled a million times back in the day. An acceptable end to WrestleMania would be Batista versus Lesnar. Mm. They're both like big names. If Lesnar can win the movie, title at yeah. Elimination uh, Chamber. At Chamber, yeah. yeah. Though, well, that seems to be what they're setting up for. At least Brock to have. Well, Brock is in a yeah. world title match before WrestleMania, so it has to be Elimination Chamber, yeah. seemingly. So Maybe he is in a world so- That's another storyline point, that when Heyman came out, before they even set up this match with show, oh, yeah, yeah. that Heyman was like, I'm here to say that no matter who wins in the Royal Rumble, Brock Lesnar <laughs> will be in it. a world title match. So, which is basically saying like, uh, yeah, fuck your Royal Rumble. Uh, it he, is. He I've is already a secured a guy a match before that. It's bizarre. Yeah, it's like Brock's back and he has a title shot. Why? Because we said so. And then it's like Dave's so. back. He's going to win and get a title shot. They're the main event at WrestleMania. There yeah. you go. And it's like. Why are we going through the motions here? <laughs> well, it was also silly that like Triple, I think when they reintroduced him, like Triple H, he was the one that brought back Lesnar. He's like, this is what's best for business. This guy's welcome back. Shakes his hand like, he tried to end your career like <laughs> within this year, within the calendar year. He tried to he tried to break your arm a third time and end your career. And now you're like, welcome back, Brock. Come on. Nothing that the authority does makes any sense at all. Yeah. It's like it changes all the time. And it, uh, it's just yeah. frustrating. I'm hoping, I mean, does Kane even wrestle like uh, in the we last saw year? Him fight in his uh, khakis. And <laughs> right, but that's shirt. why I'm like, could he rebel and be like, I'm tired of being a yes man, yanking Kane. And like, yeah. is he even in? Like, when was the last time he had his garb on and like wrestled his cane and like actually mattered? At the house show that I went to in New York, really? With, uh, he wore his his old pants, yeah. right? Yes. No, no, yeah, he was in his entire <laughs> well, I mean, outfit. His except, bald guy pants. Except, oh, yeah. Except he still had the not really super. Well, okay, but so but, he had the glove and just the pants, though, not like his overall body he suit. Had like the, he used the overalls. Like oh, the, really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Kane's another one of those guys that I think is not fit to do major events he's, old, like he's older now yeah. he's, it's just so funny to think of Kane as old when it was like Kane's the new guy like I still in my mind Undertaker. he's still like he's the new Undertaker and it's like but that nope. was 16 years ago that was so long ago. but guys let's get to the question everybody's thinking where does show go from here you know yeah. I mean after this vicious <laughs> I'm guessing he's gonna take a month off or something uh, he I can take a couple more months off feel a celebrity matches in order yes for Wrestlemania mm. he can uh, <laughs> lose that made up title to yeah. David Arquette god that one against Ake Bo- Akibono. Yeah. That was the worst yeah. sumo match. I think uh, Charlie Sheen might uh, punch him in the face and then knock him out. and then <laughs> Say winning several it will, times? It'll oh, be on God. Entertainment Tonight, yeah. and uh, that would be cool. <laughs> I bet Triple H would think that's really fun. <laughs> so fucking lame. They, everybody wants Daniel Bryan. Like, why do, they, why do they refuse to recognize this? We've just had the 
rare quadruple elimination. <laughs> and uh, this segment... We've all, has... the whole time, our feet have been on the ground. Yeah. Yep. That's it's the zinger. What? <laughs> it's the greatest swerve of all time. <laughs> it was the ground all along, Austin. <laughs> Even my immediate family believed it. All right, we'll, we'll be back with another uh, segment about Royal Rumble rambunctiousness. Welcome to the break of the Cheap Podcast. This is your host, as per usual, Dave Rudden. And like I do every episode, since editing takes oh so long, I gift you with some chatter about the next night's Raw, which, you know, usually sets up the next pay-per-view. And set up it did. I believe four out of the six Elimination Chamber participants have been revealed. Of course, Randy Orton being the champions in there. And then, uh, as a result of winning a six-man tag at the end of the night, Sheamus, John Cena, and Daniel Bryan are going to be in there, too. And I think that Raw did a good job of addressing the immense blowback that happened uh, after the Royal Rumble with Daniel Bryan not being in the Royal Rumble. Who knows if this is something that they had planned for a while or something they just thought up. But uh, I think it will placate fans. Who knows how the Elimination Chamber will play out, I think, one common theory is that Sheamus will turn heel there and go against Daniel Bryan. Wouldn't be super objecting to that. All I want is for Daniel Bryan to have a long match. That doesn't have to be the last match. Elsewhere in the night, it's good to see that Dolph Ziggler's back on the up and up. Uh, a little weird that the entire night hinged on Brock Lesnar getting a match of some sort. He's never wrestled on free TV since he's returned as far as I know. And uh, the fact that they wouldn't grant a match for him is a little bit weird, but that should lead to some sort of interesting uh, number one contenders match. Could be a way to sort of move Batista out of the main event or uh, shoehorn Brock Lesnar in. And frankly, I think Batista Orton main event at WrestleMania is not going to be well received. So uh, getting Lesnar in there would actually probably help, I would say. Elsewhere, I'm jazzed that Christian's returning. They advertise that he'll be on SmackDown this weekend. Uh, as not a bash Christian Mark, I I approve. Moving on from the results to the plugs, uh, you know that you can donate to Laser Time. There's a link right on the left-hand side of the page. You can click on any Amazon link on the right side of the page or at the bottom of this episode of the Cheap Podcast on LaserTimePodcast.com. Click on that link, buy anything. You know, doesn't have to be what you clicked on, obviously. And some money will go back into the pockets of Laser Time. And we really appreciate that. Uh, you can also buy t-shirts at uh, the store. The link is on the left-hand side. You can buy a cheap podcast t-shirt or uh, one for the many other uh, Laser Time properties. Laser Time, VG Empire, Cape Crisis, and VG Game Apocalypse. And of course, I always appreciate ratings on iTunes, reviews on iTunes, and subscriptions. It all helps us stay visible. And uh, I'll do my part to help us stay visible by posting more episodes and more uh, predictions threads. Uh, I believe that we'll get a few laser time folk out to a wrestling event sometime in February, and maybe we'll uh, sneak another episode in before Elimination Chamber. Not promising anything, but really hoping to do that. And uh, yes, uh, no more delays. I'll let you guys get back to the rest of this fun show.
And now back to Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. back to Cheap Podcast number 20. Surprisingly, we have all been re-granted entry into this Royal Rumble of a podcast. So, um... Restart think, the match. Yes, restart the match. Uh, Chris... <laughs> that Chris came break. back. Yeah, Chris came back and he blew out his quads <laughs> to restart this podcast. He's sitting in the corner staring <laughs> disapprovingly. We can all agree. The one thing that was missing from this Royal Rumble... Motivation. Mm-hmm. And something that they did for early Royal Rumbles, but they sort of phase out now. They do it a little bit. There's a couple here and there, but every every entrant isn't interviewed. I think that's a right. They did that. They burned through like those seventeen two second interviews where it was like, "Why do you want to win right back?" Yeah. Ah, moving on. <laughs> Everyone is talking about radioactive man. <laughs> but uh, back in the day, back during the nineties. They used to actually interview wrestlers and talk about why they <laughs> wanted to win the Royal Rumble, even when it didn't really matter because there wasn't a title opportunity at WrestleMania on the line. That didn't start until, I think, what is it, like the fifth or so Royal Rumble? Yeah, yeah I think it was once Hogan was yeah. gone, then so, it became... Yeah, so like the first four, 88 to 91, nothing was on mm. the line. 92 was the championship, and then 93 was the first time that... like they would get a title shot at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, it's been a title shot at WrestleMania. And was that, was that the, that was for 10, right? And so it was. Nine was, was the first time. Yokozuna oh, won that oh, one. Oh, Yokozuna yeah. won that one. Right, right, right. Without that title opportunity on the line, the wrestlers really had to sell why they, why they wanted to win the Royal Rumble. And I'm going to play a few of them. I'm going to start with my personal favorite, which is uh, the British Bulldog. Exhibiting a part of his personality that he never did before or did afterwards. Oh, I think I know this. Uh, this is, I believe, for the 96 Royal Rumble, so... Oh, maybe not. He's going to win the Royal Rumble! Yeah, the British Bulldog. I've got a history in Royal Rumbles, and tonight I'm going to remake history by winning this night's Royal Rumble. Tonight, because I'm bizarre! He's a precursor to Goldust, I, I guess. Because he's bizarre? So that was him, like, I remember that vividly, because I watched that Royal Rumble, and he's uh, walking from, I guess, his car to the arena, and I, I'm guessing... <laughs> he's got that, a coffee in one hand and uh, yeah. a croissant in the he other. He definitely has a fanny pack in that. Uh, like, I haven't seen it in probably 15 years, but he, I will almost, I will stake my reputation yeah. on it. He's wearing well, a fanny pack while he says that. Well, as I learned from reading, uh, as I relearned from reading Jericho's book, Mm-hmm. His first one, and he talks about like, yeah, a f- the fanny pack is the wrestler's best friend. Like, yeah. it's, you're constantly a tourist. You need to have a fanny pack. Did you hear what uh, Gene Shalit said about Jericho's book? <laughs> he was uh, break the walls down at your local bookstore to get your hands on this book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a fanny pack with a, and then you wear a pair of Zubas mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, probably a lime green tank top. I'm, I'm guessing <laughs> his motivation for that was uh, somebody in the car with him was like, oh shit. Uh, you're supposed to do that interview, and they're doing it right now. I forgot to tell <laughs> you about that. All the times that. he said Royal Rumble. 
It's like Rick and Morty. Rick, 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 Morty, Morty. Roll, rumble, roll, rumble, 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 rumble. There's actually, uh, I think, uh, they bring it up on the OSW review where it's like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Can you do a Royal Rumble promo without saying 29, as in 29 other men, and over the top? <laughs> and Pretty hard to do. Yes. Uh, we'll see how many of these other wrestlers do at it. Here's a, a favorite of the show in his uh, King iteration. American dream Dusty Rhodes would like to get even, but it can't be possible because I'm concentrating on all the superstars in the World Wrestling Federation, which I am number one. And what a great place to prove that. In the Royal Rumble, royalty, the Macho King Randy Savage, <laughs> is the one person that nobody should bet against because you all go broke. Yeah, I am the winner of the Royal Rumble. And I told everybody before it happened to watch the Macho King. Watch me, Hulk Hogan. Watch me, Andre the Giant Roddy Piper take the snake. And all of ya, the World Wrestling Federation has one man that is royalty. And that is the Macho King Randy Savage. Ooh, yeah! Man, he is the best. Yes. <sighs> If if Macho King is not a boss in like a Taito eighties arcade beat 'em up game, I'll eat my hat. That that promo really went full circle there. Just yes. like I am in the Royal Rumble and Dusty Rhodes checked that off on the box. Say everybody else's name. Royalty Royal Rumble. Hulk Hogan. Million Dollar Man. Royalty. Macho King, yeah, nailed it. <laughs> but he right. didn't. He didn't say over the top rope in twenty nine. So did. Yeah. give him props for that. It's a uh, his second least popular was Macho King. It was yeah. uh, the feminine autocrat Randy Savage. Was the, uh, <laughs> the least popular one. Here's a guy who's not known for his good interviews, and I haven't vetted many of these, so we'll see how uh, he is at it. We'll see if he asks to redo his interview halfway through. <laughs> it is this simple. The man who is standing last in the Royal Rumble will be the World Wrestling Federation champion. So all I ask you to do is open your eyes. It will hit you in the head like a shot. For you are looking at the man that is superior to all. You are looking at the next World Wrestling Federation champion. You are looking... It said justice. He's stating fact, various facts during that. Yeah. The Listen. winner of the Royal Rumble gets a championship. <laughs> I am in the Royal Rumble. I will win the Royal Rumble. I will be champion. I am vicious. <laughs> Listening to that without audio or without visuals, uh, all I can imagine is him just furiously masturbating. Looking, <laughs> looking in the mirror, yes. masturbating. Yes. It was through gritted teeth the entire time. <laughs> I, I, I could see and it. And it was never yeah. close. It was never further away than a full face shot. Yes, so. exactly. Perfect. I, I remember. The dream lives. <laughs> That rumble is a great one. That is the one where where Flair won the title by outlet. He went from number three all the way to the end, almost sixty minutes total. Blah 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 blah. But what's funny about it is that Hogan lost, and yeah. Hogan had to lose, and Hogan hates losing. And so when he lost, he was a huge baby. And actually, you know, we were talking about people booing the rumble a lot. They booed this rumble because yeah. they didn't boo Flair winning. They were cool with that. But so what happens is 
uh, Hogan is trying to throw out somebody and Sid Justice throws him out from behind. A move Hogan had done like three years in a row to the Ultimate Warrior, to Randy Savage. Like he, he was a prick about that. He did it to Tugboat as well. Yeah, his <laughs> friends. He was a total heel. Yeah. But when Sid Justice does it to him, when he gets up, he's like, what? What? And he like is whining to the refs the whole time. He's a bad sport about it. And then he keeps shouting at Sid. And then Sid is like, what? I eliminated you. This is the match. Yeah. And then Hogan grabs Sid's arm, starts pulling him out. And then, but to make it legal, Ric Flair finishes his job yeah. and tosses him. And then at the end of the match, like, Flair leaves with the title. And apparently what you're really supposed to care about is Hogan and Sid. And Sid's supposed to be the bad guy, but everybody is booing Hogan. And, like, <laughs> Sid is totally looking like the good guy there. And then when they re-released it on the Coliseum Home Video, oh, yeah, they redid it so you do not hear them booing Hogan. And they actually got Monsoon to re-record, Gorilla Monsoon to re-record his voiceover. <laughs> so he would on not, his deathbed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on his deathbed. Wow. A little revision is Hogan is... Uh... <laughs> uh, More morphine. <laughs> So here's another classic from 1992. Uh, a spry young rookie by the name of The Undertaker. Oh, what a busy afternoon is going oh, to be yes. at my funeral parlor. 29 hearses have already Here we been go. prepared. 29 bodies. 29 caskets. And standing atop this mass carnage will be The Undertaker. Crowned once more, World Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Champion. And the computer is restarting. <laughs> Sweet. That's Windows great. 8, everybody. Yes. It's a God. great product. Windows 8 sucks. So Man, uh, yeah. hearing him talk, it's been a while since I've just heard him cut a promo. Mm-hmm. And there's this, uh, oh, what's it called? Kid Rock. No, <laughs> thankfully. Uh, that era, though, like 99, 2000, there's a... There's a Techno dance song that is called Damn it, I can't remember the name of it, but it, it has Monster a bunch of mash. It has a, <laughs> it has a bunch of sound clips of him going like sooner or later you're gonna <laughs> meet the Undertaker. <laughs> and then it makes this beat out of the sound of a flat line. So oh, it's like whip, whip, whip. Uh, Man, tech have you heard dance music guys? Yeah. Sampling <laughs> noises and playing them in an unexpected way. Oh boy. It's weird to hear under <laughs> the take Taker like doing promos back then when he needed yeah. Paul Bear to do all the talking for him, and then I I watched a clip of uh, American Badass Taker again recently where he it was during the boom of the what chant, and they were even whatting the Undertaker, which, rude. and Taker was pissed off. <laughs> they were whatting him through his whole promo until then he turns to the audience and said. If you say what again, it means you want to have sex with your sister. What? Oh, the like, audience <laughs> messed up. <laughs> it's pretty funny just to see. Even he hated what? It's the what? stupidest thing of all time. <laughs> like, that is literally what, like, mouth-breathing <laughs> hick rednecks I knew grew up who got, what? Guys named, like, Daryl who, like, would wreck their what? Mustangs and then yeah. say what? lots of racist stuff. That's what, what? I didn't know. <laughs> Say it again and who you what? And it's just like, yeah. wow, you're a real person. <laughs> so You're really, using valuable, finite resources of planet Earth. Yes. Please stop it. <laughs> that was another thing they brought up on OSW reviews, that like 
every interview they say they have to eliminate 29 people when that only is the case if you were the very first entrant. Yeah. Like, why would you need 29 caskets if you don't have to eliminate all 29 people? Uh, I'm going to go on a limb and say that uh, wrestling suffers from poor writing and poor edit passes and mm-hmm. a lot, that's, of, that's a lot of the things that are put down. Uh, but I'll I say one World Rumble interview that uh, did not need much writing. I assume this this was off the cuff, but I could be wrong. The final one that we'll play is from Royal Rumble 2000, and it's one that kind of uh, turns the Royal Rumble interview on its head. You might enjoy this. And then a hand stands back to the ring. Yes. Uh, this one's playing off my iPhone, so uh, that's how much I'm you may have to Everyone text Dave right now. You may yes. have to jam that cord in there. It's kind of problematic. Well, let's see. Yeah. Rock, tonight you and 29 other superstars Jesus. will be in that ring for the Royal Rumble match, and you have a bullseye on your chest. Is there any superstar who you may be concerned with? Well, The Rock says this. There are two WWE superstars who The Rock has a concern with. There are two who might give The Rock problems. Number one is going to be... Crash Holly. <laughs> Number two is going to be Headbanger Mosh. Yeah. says if he could get by those two, then he might have a shot at winning the Royal Rumble. <laughs> what? I don't know. Uh, uh, Crash Holly and Headbanger Mosh are both total jokes that will be eliminated right. instantly. Yes. Yeah, they are the jobbiest jobbers. <laughs> the jo- yeah, Crash Holly, I don't think any jobber is yeah, higher he, than him. And he's also dead. Oh really? I probably shouldn't have brought that. He is, that. Uh, yes. but yeah, he no. Like Crash Norman Ho- Smiley and Alex Wright are probably yeah, up pretty there. much. But yeah, Crash Holly is like I don't know, like five foot eight probably by WWE terms. He's super mm-hmm. short. Like he was he, Hardcore Holly's brother. He's his cousin. Little, yeah, yeah cousin. Nephew, cousin. Nephew. Okay, nephew. Yeah. Okay. Neighbor. Yeah. Neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that Bob Holly's still around. Yeah, so. uh, and then Headbanger Mosh. That I love that he had to qualify Headbanger like yeah. <laughs> not Mosh because yeah, no. uh, Thrash. I'm not worried about but Mosh. Mosh is gonna... Thrash has been lazy lately, but uh, Mosh. I think he's been. Uh, hey, yeah. I don't know either. He's got people. a spark in his well, eyes of late. They are exact. Like when we when you're. It's probably right when, when I we jumped say, out. This Gen X style tag. Team yeah. was called the Headbangers. Guess how they dressed? Like, uh-huh. They wore uh, skirts and baggy well, no, shirts. Flannel. They wore flannel, flannel. shirts around there. Cool. Wrapped around they dressed like Raven. But they would wear kind of. They would wear like dresses because yeah. They were, oh, they, they did edgy. wear some like dresses. Yeah. yeah. Well, they had like, facial piercings and tattoos before that was. Whoa. And like black eye makeup and stuff. And were generally terrible. Didn't they spit on people and stuff? They were too? great. Yeah. I mean, they were okay. Yeah. One of them became um, Beaver Cleavage. Yeah, as I recall. I believe if you if you go back to the uh, wrestling music VG Empire when we're playing audio clips. All uh-huh. the ones where there's like belches and burps. Oh yeah, those are probably headbanger produced. <laughs> oh great, farts. Great. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna tear you a new ass. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yep. Uh, so that'll do it for this episode of the Cheap Popcast. So one thing I thought about really quick about Royal Rumble was my nice. first exposure to the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Great sentence. Was uh, <laughs> the Super NES game. There was a Super NES Royal Rumble game that was itself kind of a sequel to w- the WrestleMania or whatever the WWE. Uh, WWF. It was Super WrestleMania and yeah. then WrestleFest. Well, there was there was two because they like they were like clearly the same engine. God, this sucks because yeah. we talked all about this on Retronauts. Well, yeah, on the Super Nintendo it was Super WrestleMania, then it was Royal Rumble, yeah. then it was Raw. So and they yeah, all used the same okay. engine. yeah, they were they were the same game. So the WrestleMania I remember playing because I'm like, yeah, I vaguely remember yeah. you know Hulk Hogan. Sure, didn't really play that much. But for some reason, playing Royal Rumble, I played that Royal Rumble mode over and it was over really fun. and thought that was so cool. 
And I don't think I actually watched an actual full Royal Rumble maybe until way later. Yeah. And actually, the one we watched last January might have been the first one I ever saw beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Uh, you did watch World War Three, which was supposed were, to be yeah. the double Royal Rumble. It was triple. It was three rings. It was, well, three but it was rings. 60 guys. So it was double the guys, yeah. but triple the rings. I saw a World War Three somewhere yeah. in there. Uh, boy, egg on their face after we actually have World War Three. <laughs> that looked pretty silly. Yeah. But I, it made me think, like, there hasn't been, like, they've just seemingly abandoned naming the video games after anything after anything specific when it's like I wonder if that might help it give some kind of focus. Mm-hmm. Well they had to be SmackDown for so long, but now they've just gone totally like two K this whatever. is Madden. Yeah. This is WWE. Right. I'm just is wondering WWE like, does it have a rumber mode in it? I guess it does. Yeah, they does. Do. Okay. So yeah, yeah, I will say no video game has ever maybe since that one yeah. has ever had a really fun Royal Rumble because they're either I, like in the hockey games, they're just straight elimination. Just put someone on the. It just gets very repetitive. Put someone on the other side of the rope and punch them, and then they fall off. And there can never be more than six people in the ring. Uh huh. And that's, that's the limitation. Right. It's always a problem. But then in in the Royal Rumble modes, like in the recent yeah. THQ and 2K games, it's just it's actually almost impossible to throw someone out of the ring at the start. Yeah. And you can save up finishers for exits, but it's still never that fun to yeah. play. You can't have any antics and eliminations, which is like, why have yeah. a wrestling game if you can't do that? This, uh, this is my one window dimension. Is it video game championship wrestling, I think Yes, it is? Yeah, yes. Those Royal Rumbles are the best. It's basically the Royal Rumble mode with the, yeah, uh, the creative like characters. Kirby comes in. And, yep. Yeah, that stuff was so great. Yes. And yeah, that, that's fun. <laughs> Nappa from Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, Nappa from Dragon Ball Z versus Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> and they all come out to their theme song, which is pretty great, too. So, Octodad was in there too, yep, and then yep. Gaben won. Gaben yes. won. Gaben is the uh, current. And uh, if you are interested in the belt history of this, uh, there, <laughs> is, there is an incredibly in-depth wikia for that that you yes. can check out. VGCW.wikia.com. I'm almost certain that's correct. I have a bookmark. <laughs> uh, uh, I didn't realize that was a plug. <laughs> that's good, right? Uh, so good. well, Grim has made his plug. Uh, why don't the rest of you? Uh, where where can you be found? What? Uh, com video game music podcast uh, we just recently for 2014 have done a Parappa the Rapper slash Um Jammy Lamy mm. Um Jammer Lamy <laughs> episode uh, which again if you buy it now on PSN play it on your Vita because it doesn't work on PS3 there's a weird lag and you will fail every song yeah. um, and that then, sucks yeah it's, un- it's unplayable uh, but Vita works fine. Mm. Um, and then uh, we just also did a Persona episode. Uh, Henry helped me out with that. It was and, a lot uh, of fun. Persona 1, 2, and then 3, Fez, and 4, and Golden. And uh, then there's Cape Crisis, comic book podcast that I host. And we talk about comic books and a lot of bullshit. Um, and, you know, I may as well also mention LaserTimePodcast.com. Mm-hmm. You know, I think... Um, we had back-to-back two really good ones. One uh, recently, one that was uh, what's become an annual tradition now, just talking about what we did over the Christmas break. Uh, and then the other one was the most expensive everything, which I really like that one. It's a fun one. Yeah. So and there's uh, even more better ones. On the uh, depending on when this goes up, I look for something about the Super Bowl. But not what you'd yeah. expect. Oh. <laughs> We're taking a wacky irreverent twist <laughs> uh, on one no. of the biggest Wait, sporting events of the year. Wait, do you see what we got kicked up for you? Super Bowl Sunday, everybody catch it. <laughs> actually, I think what they would not expect is us to only talk about sports. Yeah. We actually that would be. Yeah, I guess that would be the actual expect. spin. Is like uh, an in-depth, heartfelt discussion about the Seahawks versus the Broncos. Mm-hmm. I, know, I know what teams are playing, guys. <laughs> Pretty good. The Denver Broncos. Cheappodcast.com. Please subscribe, rate, review. Uh, Amazon links, T-shirts. 
and uh, Video Game Apocalypse. I think we've covered every pluggable thing. As we do every episode, we close out with the previous prediction winner's pick of a theme song. So for TLC, the prediction winner was uh, the Mantista, who won back-to-back. Wow. Yeah. Is he going to win Dynasty. this one? I wonder yeah. who's going to win this week. <laughs> He's like uh, the Stone Cold Steve Austin of predictions. Mm. He won back-to-back years. Or Hulk Hogan. He also won two World Rumbles He would have won three in a row if it hadn't been for that Vince McMahon. Yes. And uh, once again, I'm playing this from my cell phone, so I'll probably have to edit around this. He chose Tyson Kidd's theme. Tyson Kidd's new theme. Hmm. Uh, Tyson Kidd, who barely wrestles and was a, basically a cuckold on the Total Divas TV show. <laughs> uh, Wait, what? Really? Man, I haven't been watching Total Divas. Yeah, well, you know, he's just basically dealing with his wife actually having a life, and he's just sitting at home doing very, nothing. Very nice. And he should have a career. He's, yeah. he's a, he has a heart. Well, he was injured during the show. That's the whole thing. Uh-huh. Anywho, Tyson Kidd's theme. Ah! Oh boy! <laughs> this is the uh, sounds like the start of the SmackDown anime theme. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does seem like an anime opening. <laughs> in relation to Alex Kid, a video game. He does put on different. No, that's uh, I'm thinking of uh, Kid Chameleon. Kid Chameleon, yeah. different mask. What did what did Alex Kid do? Uh, he had a big fist. There has to be. A, there has to <laughs> so be. So he a, was the show. There has to be a Dragon Ball tribute video set to this song. Yeah. <laughs> Goku just powering up for three minutes. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back for uh, Elimination Chamber. 